Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Clubbers and Katie, basically. Hello, all. We're back. We are back with another. Why am I like talking like I'm like a like like smooth jazz radio? I I mean I'm here for it. I was I was I was digging it. I'm gonna just have to start screaming in a minute. Um, no, we're back for another (laughs) spilling the tea episode. We're basically Katie and I will just bullshit for the next hour and tell you everything. That you need to know about what we've been reading lately. I mean, everything that you guys want to hear and more, obviously. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm like, okay, what was the last? When was the last spilling the tea? And what have I read since then? Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I don't fucking remember. So I'm probably going to talk a lot. No, mm, do I remember? I don't know. Anyway, I might reiterate some things that I've already talked about. So. <laughs> It's so funny because like every time we do these, we're like we're in rare form. We're in fucking rare form every day. Every fucking. There is not a day where we're not in rare form. And honestly, I'm not sorry about it. Uh, do you want to go first? Should I go first? About what we read, you probably have a lot more than me. It's whatever you want to do. Okay, so you know what? Remember when I was like, I'm going to read less this year? I honestly have been. Like, I think by the end of the year, uh, I won't. I mean, not by the end of the year. By the end of the month, I'm reading more than I was expecting. But I'm doing more audiobooks. Because I'm just over here laughing. Because I'm commuting to work three days a week. Where, like, towards the end of the year, I wasn't. And when I commute, I listen to a lot of... It's really easy to fly through audiobooks when you do have to commute. Yeah. So, like, physical books, what I read is maybe down? I don't know. But I don't think I'm going to hit 20 books for the month of January. And, like, I was hitting 20 or more, like, the last half of last year. I guess that's like I think like you last January I was like oh I read twelve books this month and then after that it was like it just got worse and worse and I think like July August September October November and December it was anywhere from like twenty two to like thirty books. Fucking psychotic. No, that's ridiculous. And it was like it wasn't even audio. It was like I was just straight up reading. I in your defense, a <clears throat> lot of the books you read are romance books. Yeah. Which aren't typically longer than 350 pages. Yeah, and but my, on my Goodreads, my average book length was like 415 pages. Okay, so either way. 415 <laughs> pages, let's just say, for a romance book. It's really easy to get through a romance book. Like, I feel like you could speed read those and yeah. still understand. Mm-hmm. So we will give you some some leeway with that. But I still think that's fucking impossibly insane that you did that. I, I have no desire to do such um, things. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I think I talked about The Stolen Air. Last time. If not, you did. It's the spinoff. Okay. Did I talk about Curse of the Wolf King? I don't believe so. By Sasania Odette. Great name. Um, so it's book one in the Entangled Fae series, which are, I think there's four of them out right now. They're all like um, fairy tale retellings, but like with Fae. So Curse of the Wolf King is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. And I didn't know what to expect going in, but I honestly, I really liked it. It was like, Kind of like Regency romancy vibes, but like fairy tale retelling with Faye. Like, it was good. I really liked it. I bought the other three, so I mean that goes there. There you go. I gave it like I think like four point two five. The covers are very pretty. I know we did the Umber King obviously last week for book club. Then I finished listening to Hunting Adeline, which is book two in the Cat and Mouse duet. And honestly, like the audiobooks for these, I cannot recommend them more. I am not a dark romance fan, um, and I didn't think I would like Haunting Adeline based on like the stalker and like sexual assaulty vibes. And Hunting Adeline gets a lot darker, um, but oh, I fucking loved it. Fucking Zane, like, if I'm going to be stalked, I hope it's by him. You know, a man like that, <laughs> a man who doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> um, then I read Maggie Moves On by Lucy Score and. There are two authors, and I hate to say this, because 
I've said this, I think, I, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but Megan Quinn and Lucy Spore are authors that I should love. Like, based on, like, my love of, like, romance books and, like, rom-coms and just contemporary romance, like, as a genre. And I read things just, we never got over. And it wasn't for me. I gave it three and a half. Like, <clears throat> if you wanted to read it, like, if you were like, hey, I think I'm going to read this book, I would be like, you know what? You should read it. Because just because I, like, it wasn't a bad book, and I would be very curious to, like, get, like, your opinion, but I just didn't like the male lead. Like, I thought that he was, like, kind of a bully, and he was so fucking rude and, like, so immature for his age. He was in his 40s, and I was like, if I met this man in real life, I would be like, absolutely not. Like, leave me the fuck alone. I hear you. And then I read Maggie Moves On, and the first, like, 100 pages, I was, like, texting you about I was going to say, I remember you liking and it. And I was... Like, yes, like Silas was so cute, so funny. There was banter. Like, I was like, this is this is the kind of man that I need, like, in a romance novel. And then the second that him and Maggie get together, he turns into this, like, overbearing, like, know-it-all. Ugh. And it drove me fucking crazy, like... Automatic dumb. Automatic. I was like, nope, no. Like, he was so cute in the beginning. Like, he would have totally tricked That's me. That's weird into falling in love with him too and then he would have started acting like all possessive and shit like that and I would have been like no like I don't want a male lead that acts like that and like what's supposed to be like a rom-com agreed that's not rom-commy no um I love Maggie and I love the side characters and I love like the like the plot of the book but Silas was a no for me um I listened to Secret Puck it's Campus Nights 1 uh, Campus Nights book 1 um, by Rebecca Jenchak. It's a college hockey romance. Uh, I really liked it. It was, like, really quick, easy, like, flirty, spicy. It was a cute read. Then, I listened to Letters to Molly, which is book two in the Mason Jar Duet by Devin Perry, and Katie is, like, about to finish it. So, I was, I mean, I it was a five-star for me. Like, I loved it's, it. But, like, I was, like, laughing on the way up here because, well, first and foremost, I'm cutting you off for two seconds. Sorry, I'm interjecting. If any of you out there listen to stuff on script, scribed, script. I, don't, I call the, it scribes, but everybody else calls it script. Okay. I think I'm well, wrong. Well, someone you're right. correct us. But it, for some reason, does not connect. It like connects to my Bluetooth in my car, but won't play. Yeah, so no, mine does. I, I don't understand. So like, I remembered to bring my headphones, so I listened to it with my headphones. But like, I was like giggling at one point because like Finn must be a fucking dime because he has his. Not really spoiler, but like spoiler. He has like the girl that works for him, like swooning over him and basically mm-hmm. like, in love with him. The physical therapist is in love with him. Obviously, like his wife is in love with him. His ex wife is in love with him. Like he's had all these girlfriends throughout the years. I'm like, how hot is this man? I need a visual. Yeah, hot. I mean, I know he has wash, wash, wash. He's washed for ass. I feel he's like he's like an outdoorsy man. I know that he has like. Auburn hair, like yeah, red, like not like a ginger redhead, but no, but like yeah, like a nice auburn color. But yeah. like th- he must be like a striking. You're whipping your head twice to check this man out. He's got a good butt, got a good butt, and got a good abs. And I love a second chance romance. And Same. Like if you read, like I'm not a fan of cheating. Like, and when you read like the description, it makes it sound like. She cheats I agree. on it. And then when you, if you read book one, because I read book one back in October and I was in Paris, and that's what stopped me from picking up Letters to Molly. I mean, I know it was rated really high, and it's Debbie Perry, so, like, let's be honest. Like, yeah. you know you're going to get good shit. But I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think I might need to be in a mindset. Like, she cheated. But, like, she really didn't, she honestly. Didn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like, I don't, I don't know how you would feel about this, but they were separated. Um, they were both at fault for a lot of their marital problems. Yes, like they were, like they were, like they were uncommunicative, and there was like a lot. Yeah, like they had like trauma in the past that like affected the way that they like treated each other. Um, but like, yeah, like they were separated. He went to go stay um, at his like office. Basically, there was like an apartment, so he went to go stay there, and. She set up, like, a bunch of, like, therapy sessions, like, couple, like you know, couples therapy. This is prior to anything occurring, yes. you? And he didn't show up to any of the appointments, even though he knew when they were. Like, he just didn't show up yep. to any of them. And then... Never told her why. Yeah, like, like never, never told her yeah. he wasn't going. He just, like, wasn't showing up. Mm-hmm. And then she went to go, um... Like, I think she was, like, she was, like, like last-ditch last ditch effort. I'm gonna go 
over to the apartment to see him, like, surprise him and, like, try to, like, you know. Like, she was dressed up, did her hair, yeah. her makeup, like, all dolled up. And she goes there and she finds him. And, like, he like he, they were just watching a movie, but I guess, like, it looked like they were cuddling. But he was, like, on the couch with his coworker and they were watching a movie. And apparently the coworker was, like, talking, like, a bunch of shit about Molly. And he didn't, like, stop her. Finn didn't stop her and, like, didn't, like, defend Molly. So she went out to a bachelor party with her friend. And she, like, for a second, like, hooked up with this guy, basically. Like, they basically, like, he pushed her against a wall, made out with her, something slipped in and slipped right out. It was, like, lasted five and seconds. And she, like, hysterically cried and, yeah. like, was like, like, no, ab- like, yeah. absolutely not. And then went and immediately told Finn. And then they get divorced, and, like, six years later, like, they're still in love, but, like, being oh, dicks about it. But it's so good. But, like, to me, like, you were separated. You weren't working on your marriage. Like, I don't think she did anything wrong. No. Like, being, like legally married is a lot like but you're not together like i'm sorry that's not cheating i agree you're separated he's like not responsive and like you find out a lot more about like again right, not right, saying yeah. that she she's completely in the right like she's wrong but like so he's he's wrong too they're both 50 50 in my mind equally at fault for like the fail of their marriage yeah and if they would have just like actually had conversations and not like yeah yeah but i know but like i was rooting for them like from the beginning oh, like same. obsessed like in love with them and I love. It's so cute. Oh wait, no, you don't know who sent the letters yet. You I don't know who sent the letters yet, but I think it's so cute because like he, they have kids. Yeah. Um, and obviously like they want to protect the kids, not like have them know that mommy and daddy are dating or mm-hmm. trying to get back together. Because like you don't want to hurt your children. But I love that he does. Like I think she's six, seven. The daughters. Yeah. I think she's twelve now. Oh, she's twelve now. She okay. was six when they got. Divorced. That's right, that's right. So she's 12. So, like, 12-year-olds do have... They're not stupid. Yeah. So I love that, like, he's... Because, like, she kind of figured things out. Like, he enlisted, like, her help to try to, like, plan, like, movie dates and stuff like that. She's like, you yeah, like, at the end, dad. he's like, I'm gonna get... He's like, I'm getting my wife back. Yeah. yeah. And, like, she's like, you got this, dad. Like, you're, you can make her happy. And she's, like, so cute. It is so cute. <laughs> he gets into an act. Like, the whole... Like, it was... I really liked it. Um, I have my suspicions on who said it in the letters, but... Well, who do you, I'm not going to tell you. Just who do you think? I think it's like one of like, Jimmy or like one of the men. <laughs> You're going to have to wait and see. I know. I'm going to wait and see. I have 20 minutes left. I'll text you up when I get home. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we bo- uh, I'll skip House of Pounding Hearts because we'll both really quickly talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I read Culty back in May of last year. And I don't know why. Like, I was just like, I kind of like want to like listen to it. Like, I get weirdly like books get stuck in my head. And then I'm like, I'm going to download the audio. And so I unscribed or scribed, whatever. I downloaded Culty. The audiobook's so good. So Katie's going to start that next. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a five star. It's like the slowest of slow burns. Like, Which I'm very glad that you have like told me this. Because yes. I feel like it's needed to know. You like need to know you, this. like there is like one pay, like the payoff is like at 90%. I but low key don't mind those. No, but it's it's like I don't want to say that it's enemies to lovers because like they're by no means enemies. Like he's just like a dick. He's an ex soccer star who comes to like coaches like women's team, and he has no fucking interest in like and in 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 actual coaching, and he's kind of a dick. And she like gives him shit. But he like literally like I think only says like four words. Like, throughout the first, like, 50% of the book. And they develop this, like, really, like, wonderful friendship. Okay. And she, like, he's he's German, which, like, doesn't... This, so he's, like, a little... He's, like, a little rough. Okay. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, my cousins are German. I'm a little yeah, German. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, very, like, rough. Yeah. Um, and he, like... So he'll be, like, a dick to They're her. They're very bold. They're bold yeah. and, like, blonde. He'll be a dick to her, and then he'll be, like, but you're my best friend. Like, that, like... We're like, and she's like, I'm your best friend. She's like, you talk to your best friends like that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't have any other friends. Like, oh, no, he's so sweet. And he like has this like nickname for her. And at the end you figure out what it means. And like, I, I just, it's, it's great. And it's an age gap. He's older. He's like 13 years. I think he's like 40 and she's like 27. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's a, and like they play soccer. It's like, I don't know. I love it so much. I'm, I'm curious to see what you I'm excited. I'm starting that next. Um, and then I read Binding 13 and Keeping 13, mm-hmm. which I, like, people have, like, recommended this series to me on some of my hockey romance videos. And I think it's funny that people have because a lot of the hockey romances, I would say most of them, if not, like, 99.9% of them, are, like, fun, spicy, like, sexy, like, romance books. And, like, these two, while they're, you know, sports romance, one, it's set in high school, which don't let that deter you because that's why it took me a while to pick it up. I was like, I don't want to read about high schoolers. No. It's like 
check trigger warnings. Um, it's, you know, there's like abuse, but like what, like a wonderful, like, just like story in general, but like the, the relationship between Shannon and Johnny and like, again, another slow burn, like they don't kiss until the end of like finding 13, but like he protects her, like the friendship that they develop and like how he helps her. Like, I don't know. I loved it. I read them both. Like I, I think I started binding 13 on Thursday or Friday and I finished the second book today and they're each like 600 or plus pages. And she's not going to read 200 books in 13 days. <laughs> anyway, and then House of Pounding Hearts, which Katie and I both read. We read the arc. So House of Pounding Hearts comes out January 31st. Um, the first book in the series is House of Beating Wings. It is by Olivia Wilde. So we actually did a book club pick for House of Beating Wings, and we loved it. And then this is the second book, and I fucking loved it. And the third and final book in the series, and it comes out sometime within the next, like, three, three to four months. I think so. This, I, I don't want to, like, say... Okay, so to me, like, top-tier fantasy romance books are, like, Plate of Prisoners, ZA, Akhtar, yeah. Throne of Glass, Crescent City. They're, like, my babies. But this is, like, a real... It's, like, it's like sneaking right under it's there. It's really sneaking in. Like, it's good. Like, I really liked the first one. Yes. But, like, something about the second one, even when because I was, like, I'm going to kill Val because she was being so stubborn, like... I was, like, such, I think because, like, you're learning more about, like, the world and, like, the magic and, like, but also you're getting, when, like, the side characters are great. Yeah. And, like, yeah, the tension with, like, Lore and Fat and, like, Lore is so fucking hot. So fucking hot, people. Like, hot. Crowboy. Ugh. Stay up all night. And they're, and they're, fade, it's, like, a faded mates, like, situation. Yeah. So, they, like, can enter each other's, like, mind, like, they mind talk, which, like, that was, like, what I love so much about Agatha with, like, recent favor was that they were having these, like, conversations, like, in and, their like, head. Like, she's not nice to, like, she's not mean, I would say, but she's stubborn, and, like, I like that it's a faded mates, but, like, kind of, again, like, kind of, like, right, uh, <laughs> let's putting the names together, right, Raya, <laughs> Risa and Farah. Yeah. okay, um, but I like that they, she kind of, like, rejects it, like, she's like, I don't know if I want this for myself, like, I just met you, I don't like you, you haven't trusted me with anything, you don't tell me anything, like, yeah. why would I want to be your mate? Right. I'm like, you're not wrong, girl. No. I mean, like, I would never reject, like, a mating bond type thing, but I like that it's like, I'm not going to just accept it just because you're telling me I'm your mate. Exactly. Like, like, prove yourself a little bit. It's just, I don't know, it's like one of those plots that, like, it's really interesting, it grabs you immediately. It's a, it's a, it's a fantasy book that I saw in my mind immediately from book one. Yeah. If, I think you agree with that. It's just very easy. And you're right, the side character's fucking phenomenal. Yes. And, like, I don't know, like, I picture... Um, and again, I'm, I, I'm not going to even bother trying to pronounce the name of like the city that they're in or like any of, it's like, there's like, it's like Italian. I was going to say, it reminds me of like Venice. I've never been, yes. but it reminds me of Venice. Yeah. So it reminds me of Venice and like the islands off the coast, Murano and Burano. So Burano is the one where it's like all the houses are painted like different bright yeah. colors. Like it was just like giving me like that vibe. Like European vibes. Yes. And I'm, I'm I love it. That. And like, if you buy the hardcover books, they are beautiful. They're fucking gorgeous. And I have like, it in my cart. Beautiful, beautiful. Like, the probably the prettiest books that I own. And they're not even like special edition. It's just like that. They're just beautiful books. Yeah. No. Like I literally saw yours. And I was like, oh, I I need this for myself. Yeah. They're really good. Are you? Do you have more? Um. No. That was the last oh, one. I figured because we both read it that I would wait oh. to do that one last. I feel like we did talk about some of our January TBR, did we? We, well, we, we did, like, the first, I guess it would have been, like, whatever we read, like, the first week. Okay, well, I haven't read much after that, so we did The Umbra King. Dawn of Onyx. I loved this. Mixed, mixed reviews, yeah. I hear. Um, and I do believe it's because, okay, so the female main character grew up in, like, the tiniest of tiny, like, villages. There's no one there. She's never traveled. Um, you kind of learn a little bit about her and her background. And I'm not going to, I won't spoil anything, but, like, she's very sheltered. She has never traveled. Like, again, her her mom and then she has a stepfather. You find out some past about that as well, like, the family dynamics. But you also do learn that her dad and her mom were very, like, oh, my God, our son. Like, he's he's our pride and joy. And, oh, the sister, he, like, it's, it's about everyone else and never about yeah. her. So she's almost like, 
okay, well, I'm going to take myself down a few notches because, like, it's always about... And she's, like, so supportive of everyone. Yeah. But, like, so I think a lot... And, again, I, myself included because I get very frustrated at people like this and not because I, I mean to be. It's just I'm, like, waiting for them to, like, not be so naive, but then you have to almost kind of remember where they're coming from. And I think that's what frustrates people is she comes off as very naive or just dumb. But you have to take a look at, like, where she came from. Because if you don't, then, like, right. you're going to think the same thing, too. But, like, and I understand it can be frustrating. I actually, for me, and we all know how, how I get with, like, characters like this. Like, I didn't find her that annoying. Um, the male main character is just chef's kiss. Um, there's, like, a magic system, obviously, involved. Some power stuff. Again, it was something that I, ju- I was able to pick up, and I jumped right into this. Yeah. The plot was super easy to follow. <clears throat> it didn't take me a while to understand what was going on. I could see everything in my mind. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I gave it a 475. Um, I listened to Consider Me on audio, which if you want to read or listen, I suggest listen because the narrators I thought were phenomenal. I, that's a, okay, obviously I read that. Um, it's a Teresa recommendation. Yeah, it's a, it's a hockey romance. Um, I read it on my honeymoon. It's really good. In August. It is 200 it's getting... to 250 pages too long. My review for it, I think when I first reviewed it, um, was that, yeah, I said that it was 150 pages too long, but that it didn't, like, it didn't really, like, affect my rating too much, only because I loved the character so much. Yes. Even though, like, I was like, okay, like, well, where's this going? Yeah. I was like, I like spending time with them, so it was, like, fine. Like, I, like, I think that, like, if they were just, like, like, dragging out, like, the third act breakup or, or, like, that, like... I would have then I would have been annoyed, this down a lot right? more. Right. Yeah. Like, why are we dragging this out? It was mostly they, they were just dragging out like the happy times. Which and again, it was like, the, and it didn't really affect my rating either. Like, it yeah. just play the with side me. Characters were amazing. Yeah, like, play with me is the same way. Where like it gets okay. to a point where I'm like, they've been happy. Like things have been going so well that it's almost like what's happening. I, I know like, looking at like yeah. like the audio and being like, we haven't. I have like an hour. Like, what is going to go... So, I will say that third act breakup is a real quick one. Yeah. It's not it really up like a breakup. Yeah. It's more of just like a misunderstanding, misunderstanding fight. Like, Ollie know, Like, Ollie gets, like, obviously upset with him because he's acting like a dick. But she, like, doesn't think that what everyone is saying has happened actually yeah. did happen. She's just like, why the fuck aren't you talking to me? Exactly. Like, what happened? Like, I know you love me, but, like, what's going on? Yeah. It was really good. Um... Again, side characters made it. I, I loved everything about it. I rated a four point. No, like I'm down. Like I downloaded it onto Audible because I'm like I want like I'm just like in the mood now to like, get back with Carter. You know. Yeah, Carter but is if, like I would rate him as like a like one of my favorite top boyfriends. Yeah, if, and if you like Carter, you're gonna love Garrett. I'll get to those eventually. Yeah. Actually, it's really good that I like I like the fact that I'm listening to romances and reading fantasies because it is the best. It's yeah. a, it's the best combination, and I literally just finished today, Daughter of No Worlds. And you know what? It deserves the hype. It I was. was I was like, we're gonna be reviewing it. It next really week. reminds me, and I won't go into it, but like, it really does give me some Throne of Glass vibes. So like, just throwing that out there to people. If you liked Throne of Glass, I think you like this. But this does. It, this is adult. This is adult. We do love an adult fantasy book. We do. We like a YA fantasy book too. But we do. And then I'm literally twenty second, twenty seconds, twenty minutes away from being done to Letters to Molly and. Again, if you want a really great audiobook, this is the one to pick up. Um, free on Scribd. It is available on audio, Audible as well, obviously, but, you know, pay $10 a month and listen to whatever you want on Scribd. I listen to so much on... And there's so many, like, random hockey romances on Scribd. That's good. Um, yeah, so I have a bunch, like, saved to listen to. Um, but, yeah, right? It's, like... Ten bucks a month, and you have unlimited, unlimited for whatever's on there. Whereas, like, like Culty was on there, and like they're bringing. There's no other Mariana Zapata books on right now, but all of them say coming soon. Oh, that's good. So I assume that. Okay. I know things are coming. Yeah, it's just nice because, like, I mean, I still have Audible. I still pay to get credits per month. I think I get like two, but I think at one point, especially when I was commuting, yeah, I don't even want to know what I was spending. For extra credits. Because I was buying the three pack for the $39.99 plus tax. Yeah. Because it makes sense versus just the one extra. Yep. And then on top of what I was already paying. Yeah. And I sometimes did like, because again, like you said, when you're in the car, you're got, you're kind of going through them. Depending upon if it's like romance or not, you can speed that up. 
you get done fairly quickly. So yeah. like, I, I was probably spending like hundred to hundred and twenty dollars per month on Audible. It audio like that is like the one thing like they are so expensive. So expensive. So like right now like. I mean, like, when we were doing Zodiac Academy, I was like, all right, I'll just buy two of the bundles. Yeah. Because I had, like, a couple credits saved up, and I was like, I'll just do that. And then I'm like, but it's just so expensive. Like, it, it really adds up. So unless it's something, like, I want to listen to the Addicted Callaway series at some point this year. So I know that I'm just going to end up buying all the books. So there's, like, ten of them, and I know that's going to cost me, like, a fucking butthole. <laughs> a buttload. A buttload. <laughs> a buttholes like worth. Um, but yeah, no, I've been listening to most things now on Scribed because it's just cheaper and like they're like, they might not have like a lot of like the big, like they don't have like Avatar and Throne of Glass, but they have no, like they a have large a selection. I was, I was shocked at how much they have. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do Colty next on audio. Teresa can keep giving me recommendations for that. And I'm at a, at a crossroads. I don't really know what to read next. I have like one, two, I've three that are on my radar and I don't know what to do because people if you want to buy Magnolia Parks on fucking Amazon do so now because you're not going to get it for two and a half weeks because I'm still waiting to order it or to receive it to receive it okay it's been like it's been two and a half weeks it's going to be two and a half weeks I had um like Amazon credits because like that's my credit card just gives me points and so we're going to be reading All Roads Lead Here, speaking of Mariana Zapata, next month um, as our book club pick. So I bought that. And then I bought The Simple Wild because I've been wanting to read that forever. So and I know that, like, I, I was like, I can buy the kit, but I know I'm going to want it. And I'm going to want to, like, tab it and annotate it. So, um, no, and then. That's actually what I could do next, too, after Colteen Wild at Heart, book two on audio. Yeah. There. And, um, so well. yeah, tonight I'm going to start Heated Rivalry. Oh, my God, wait, who's. Who's the author? It's an MM hockey romance, which you guys know that I love an MM hockey romance. Um, and I'm listening right now to The Pool Boy um, <laughs> by Nikki Sloan. So The Pool Boy's book two, I think it's like the Nashville like neighbor series or something. Okay. Um, the Doctor is the first one, which I'm just going to go back after I finish The Pool Boy. I was just more interested in... Um, the, I guess, description of the pool boy versus the doctor. Okay. The doctor is um, a, a girl dates her ex-boyfriend's father who's a doctor. Okay. So there's, like, a large age gap. But the whole, like, ex-boyfriend's dad thing kind of grosses me out. That's why I, I haven't read, yeah. like, Praise by Sarah Kate because I'm just, like, I've had it downloaded on my Kindle forever, but there's just, like, something that I'm just, like, I don't know how I feel about this. Um the pool boy is also age gap. She's older, divorced, and she starts banging her best friend's 24-year-old son who is her pool boy. <laughs> and honestly, like, I think it's, like, the third chapter, and they're, like, boning. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, we're getting right into it. Like, these are, like, like here these we are, go. Like, like, these books are so muddy. So it's they're fun to listen to, but I'm, like, I'm not listening to this while at work. Like, I'm going to listen to something else tomorrow yeah. while I'm driving. While I'm driving, I'll listen. When I get to work, I'll probably throw on something else. But um, and fun fact for um, Kay Tucker, the Simple Wild. Yeah, they are not only book ones on script scribed. Kay Tucker, like, so I haven't read the Simple Wild yet, but you have, and you've also read. Um, you never read the second book, did I you? Read the second book. Oh my god, Katie, just read it. Um, what's this the first what I one? Do. Um, a curse. No, Curse of Blood and Stone is so like the second. second one. A Fate of Wrath and Flame. Yes. Um, we read it last February, so good, and A Curse of Blood and Stone, so good, um, and of course Katie hasn't read it, but... Guys, you know I do this all the time, I don't finish series. I mean, no, there's one more, I, the, the last book comes out, I think, in January? Not January, it's January, September. So you have, like, a while until the final book comes out, but I think it's funny that she writes these, like, contemporary romances, and then she, like, also writes fantasy romance. Honestly... Tell me how, okay, so tell me how book three is on script, scribed, but not book two. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the CEO of scribed, so I'm not sure how that works. Me either. Um, well, anywho, just letting y'all know in case you're dying to know. And then last night, not last night, yesterday, Katie and I met up with 
Steph, Steph. And she's even fucking better than I thought. Shout out, right? honestly, to Steph because I know she's gonna listen to this. Um, we love Steph you. Steph lives in Patriots on TikTok and Instagram. There's your plug. But no, we met up with her. We met up in Pennsylvania, like kind of halfway between where we are and where she is, um, like in Bethlehem. And we went to a bookstore and we got lunch and like I, I mean like we like text and like chat with her all the time and we fucking love her but like the best person in the entire world but we like spent like probably an hour in this bookstore picking up like every book scream Scream talking scream talking at each other like psychotic individuals and i was like i need like i need to buy a book like i need to commemorate our day at the bookstore she literally trees was like screaming throughout the whole place like i am not leaving without a book (laughs) yeah well you guys were getting and i was like i need one and then we were like, we'll take a cute pic. We didn't. Do, we took. We like, took nothing. One selfie, and not with our books. So, no. um, I mean, I will read it eventually. What was? What book did I get? I sent you the pictures. Um, you did. Um, no, 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 the Charm Offensive. Yes, the Charm Offensive by Allison Cochran, I think. Yes. Um, and that's another MM romance, I believe. I picked up a book, The Shadow of the Gods, and it's written by a man. Yeah, so John Gwynn is not a feminist anymore. Who am I? I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, I see a few videos on it here and there. Like, it'll, like, randomly pop up, and I'm like, here we go again. It's rated 4.29 on Goodreads. It has, like, over 21,000 ratings. So, like, it must be good. Or just somewhat good. Yeah. Um, so that is on my, like, potential. I have three books I potentially might pick up to read. It'll be tomorrow. I'll, I'll let myself digest on this matter. This evening, unless my husband's playing video games when I get home, and then I will pick up a book. Yeah. Um, it's either going to be that, Blood Orange, which is a Dracula retelling, and I hear it is spicy. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, it's like, and it's only 374 pages, so I was like, this might just be what I pick up first, because that's easy to get through. Um, but I'm going to check trigger warnings. I, there's a couple things that I just don't like reading about, so I am going to do that. Um, but I'm just, I like, I'm very intrigued and I've seen that recommended a few times. And then my other option is a warrior's fate. And that's by Melissa Kieran. Mm-hmm. It, she, she thick, she's 789 pages. So that's why I'm like, do I really want to pick this up right now? But again, it just seems really good. And like most of the ratings are five star versus a four star. So I don't know. Like I have like really good options and I just don't know what to do. But in reality, I'm probably just going to do, let's actually check these trigger warnings. Teresa, continue speaking. Okay, I was gonna say I never. I wanted to go look up who heated rivalry is written by, and then I got sidetracked. Um, but it's by Rachel Reed, and I think it's a duology, and like I said, MM hockey romance, and like they are like apparently like these like huge rivals, and they end up banging. Um, and I'm so excited for it. But it's rated four point four two stars, like on Goodreads. Like it has really high ratings. I know there's um I think it's iced out by C E Ritchie. Okay. Which is another MM hockey romance that I saw people talking about, um, which I know I want to get to. And then before the end of the month, I want to read uh which is sitting right in front of me and I still can't A Serpent and the Wings of the oh, Night. Must. Which I ordered that and it just came in. I love um, that book. When in Rome, which I want to read by Sarah Adams, and then Belladonna. And I said, I'm officially going next week. I'm officially starting. And again, I don't remember the name of it because I'm the fucking worst at literally living life. Um, But it's the prequel book to Priory, which I got a while ago. A Day of Fallen Night. Okay. Um, I'm just like so intimidated by it. So I got the arc a while ago. um, All like, it's only 880 pages. Which isn't, like, crazy for a fantasy book. It's just, they print those fucking, prior to the orange tree and this book, they print on, like, the, like, on construction paper, I swear to God. Because the, the thickest book that I own, it's thicker than, like, literally Kingdom of Ash. It's thicker than Kingdom of Ash is longer. And it's so much thicker. It looks so much bigger. Yes, I'm, I'm convinced that they print it on construction paper. I mean, that's, it's not even a complaint. But, like, everyone's, like, intimidated by priory because it's so fucking big. It's only eight, it's like 850 pages priory. That's really not, but yeah, like it just looks like she, she's a big girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all like the earlier reviews for Day of Fallen Night, and by the way, this is by Samantha Shannon, um, are like the earlier reviews, like it's like 4.71, like rated right now on Goodreads. Like it's mostly just like five stars, a few four, four star reads. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm starting, I'm going to suck it up 
I get over my fear of starting this book for whatever reason. I'm going to start it next week. Um, it's one of those books that I think that I'm going to like, it's, it's sectioned in parts. So I may read part one, like, and like take like a couple days off from it and then go back and read part two and then go back and read part three or whatever. Cause I do have to read the daughter of no worlds as well for book club pick. I'm not finding any of these trigger warnings, mind you. Well, maybe the trigger is. It is student teacher. There's a lot of dirty talk. I love Music instrument teacher. smut. I don't know what that means. <gasps> he probably like fucks her with a flute. Maybe. <laughs> Vampires, reincarnation, vampire sex clubs. Um, I mean, guys, if there's a vampire sex club, why haven't I been invited to it? It's not really like scream. I feel like if this was like crazy, and again, to each their own, but like I'm thinking like, like rape things like this like i feel like there's those kind of trigger warnings that would be like in bold somewhere yeah okay there's sex tra- flashbacks of the mc's past lives um the mmc is a hoe before they get together i mean also trigger trigger okay so we found one pregnancy loss um but he's dracula so like obviously he's gonna have like sex before meeting the the female main character yeah Okay, so one thing is tr- uh, pregnancy loss that I found out. Okay. I mean, that's good to know, though. That's Very good to know. That, um, one million percent. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, so thank you to whoever wrote that review. But it's uh, it, I can't really find anything else. So you know what, guys? I think I've made up my mind. I'm going to start this. It's also available on KU. If you want a smut. There's also book. just, like, so many books coming out. So many that like, like okay. so Jasper Vales next Jasper week. Vales the thirty first so is which I'm just gonna wait to order it because I'm not like I don't like need to have it the yeah. final offer by Dreamland it's the Dreamland Billionaires book three it's the final like book in the Dreamland Billionaires series by Lauren Asher so fine for in terms yeah. of conditions and I love both of those so I want obviously get it but I'm like that's on the thirty first Jasper Vales on the thirty first thank God we got the Ark of House of Pounding Hearts because that's also the thirty first. And then there's that Tessa Bailey book. The Tessa Bailey book. Powerless. Powerless. Um, you know what we kept forgetting about? Twisted by Emily McIntyre. <gasps> also, also like the first week of February. Oh my god, it'd be so yeah. busy. Um So February we're obviously we're gonna be reading a lot. Yeah, no, there's so like there's so many things coming out and I'm just like oh, I can't you guys. Can't keep up with it. Honestly, Honestly, I can't either. I'm getting the agita right now. Thinking about it. Okay. Here we go. Explicit sexual contact. Okay. Content. Including contact. Sign me up if it's contact. (laughs) Including BDSM. Violence, murder, miscarriage, death of loved ones, and grief. So I think that gives, based on what I keep reading, that kind of, I guess, sums up nicely what the trigger warnings would be. Yeah. Thank you, Crappy. For your review. That's great to know. You know, I appreciate when people write in their reviews, like, the tropes and the trigger warnings. Yeah. Because it just makes my life easier. So, if you're one of those people, I love you. Wow. Katie loves you guys. Look at me go. So proud of you. Thanks. Um, so, I'm going to have a lot to do in February, so I'm not answering any text messages. <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly just... There's just so much. I think that's... Ugh. When does when does this come out? No, that's May. Okay. Um, when does this come out? Oh my, did it come out already? What? Oh no. Um, okay, so like I was saying about Lucy's score where I was like, I didn't like either of the books that much. I'm still... I, I still want to read Things We uh, Hide From The Light, which is book two. Like, think the Knock Me Out series so things we never got over is book one okay. and then the other one things we hide from the light is book two and that's about um i forget his name noah no maybe don't know. it's about the brother so knots is the in the first book and then i want to say nash nash is his name it's about nash and i like nash in the first book i was like oh i hope she ends up with nash he seems like more level-headed uh that obviously did not happen Mm-mm. so i'm like do i give it one more chance do I give Lucy's score one more chance? I don't know. This is number three? Four? It'll be the third of her... It'll be the third book of hers that I'm going to read. I think three times, and then I'm like, okay, it's just not It's just not for me. Because they're not... The thing is, the books aren't bad. 
I just don't love the character. I don't love the male characters. So I think I might give it one more shot. I, maybe? I'm not going to prioritize. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's yeah. release day. I'm going to read it. But, like, so Megan Quinn, I was saying it about. I read A Not So Meet Cute. And I didn't mind Huxley. And, again, I don't remember her name. Horrible with names. I didn't mind the characters in this book so much. I did not like the plot. Okay. Like, there's just something really gross to me about faking a pregnancy. And I don't care if you know it's wrong and you're like, my aunt had a miscarriage so I know that this is, like, horrible to do. Like, just, like, I, like, the manipulation, like, whatever. I just, I don't know. It just, I didn't like it. He's the one who's like, we should fake this pregnancy so I can gain business with some guy whose wife is pregnant. It's like a way for us to all bond together. I don't know. I just, that kind of turned me off. If somebody ever in real oh life God, did yeah, this to me, this. Yeah, I'd be, I would be like, what this person is you? fucking crazy. Yeah. Never speak to me again. Um, and I would never go along with that. Like, I don't care how much he was like paying her to go along with it. Like, I would, that's just not for me. Um, but I didn't mind the characters. So I was like, all right. Like, I just didn't like the plot, so I'll try something else. So then I read Untying the Knot. And I fucking hated the female main character. <laughs> I thought she was awful and horrific. And I thought that Riot, the male main character, should have divorced her. The minute she asked for one, he deserved so much better. I don't know if I should then com- commend the third try. And then, no, oh, this is this is Megan Quinn. And then I, oh, and then I listened to Runaway Groomsmen. And the audio wasn't bad. And I didn't mind the two, male, the two main characters. But the female main character's best friend, intolerable. Good to know. And I was like, uh, every time she was mentioned, I was like, get this woman off my fucking screen. So I honestly just don't, I think that like her... They're not your cup of tea. They're not my cup of tea. I think it's, and I know people like love these books and like I keep, I know that one of her other books just came out and everybody's like, oh my, it's amazing. I just think that the way that her books are written, it's, like, not my kind of comedy where I don't think that the characters are being funny. I think they're being annoying. Mm-hmm. And, like, not in, like, a cute, endearing way. And they're, like, I hope she gets hit by a tractor and dies. <laughs> that is how I felt. Like, when Myla, the way that she was treating Riot, I was, like, I hope she falls out of a window head first into concrete. <laughs> anyway, oh, if anybody yeah. read on time and not and liked her... You're wrong, but let me know. I'd like to talk about it. You're going to have a debate with Teresa. (laughs) It's so funny because, like, Teresa quote-unquote hates fucking confrontation. I do. With the shit you spew. (laughs) I know. Well, I don't want anybody to, like, fight me on it, but, like, I do like to hear other people's opinions about it. I love hearing other people's opinions. I love having a constructive conversation where, like, we can be, like, I mean, like, you, I mean, you're my best friend, so I can, like, honestly just bully you, but, like, (laughs) Like, I, I wasn't a fan, really, of Hollow Heathens, and, like, you, like, were, like, five, like one of your favorite, like, books or whatever. Yeah. And I was, like, trying so hard to like it, and I was, like, I, like, had to vent about it. And, like, we just had a conversation, and yeah. it was fine. Because, like, it's true. I want to I don't, I like, the thing is, like, say. I, I don't like confrontation where people are, like, like, if you like that fucking book, then you're, like, a piece of shit. Or, like, I can't believe you didn't fucking like, like, I hate when people, like, no, like, I didn't like the book. I'm literally kidding when I say, like, that you're dumb if you did. I obviously don't really mean that, but I I like when I don't like something I like to hear people. Well, I think because it gives you like, a different perspective. Yes, like, right. Let me hear somebody like even like the Nesta thing. Like we are not Nesta fans. No, but I we still like hearing about why people like Nesta because yeah. it, it's still eye-opening. and it puts like the characters into more perspective. Where I'm like, okay, actually, you know what? Like I was wrong to judge her that yeah. way, or like you know, like I can't connect to her because I've never been through like that kind of traumatic experience or whatever. Exactly. But like. I can, like, respect the character. And respect someone else's opinion of a book. Well, right. And, like, let's all just respect each other's opinions. Seriously. Because we're all allowed to have those. Well, I'm allowed to have more of one than anybody else, but... Someone slide into our DMs and start conversation with Teresa. Honestly, I do this every time where I'm like, my opinion's the right one. Everyone else is stupid and ugly and wrong. And nobody yet has called me out. (laughs) (laughs) So either none of you assholes are actually listening to me... (laughs) Or you all agree, and you think that I'm prettier, smarter, and better than you. <laughs> oh. Katie's like, well, uh, BFF Book Club is now one person. 
Um, so, okay, so back to Belladonna. I just let you marked that you wanted to read Fox Lovers' book two. These covers were beautiful. They're saying. And speaking of books, I like literally, I don't know if anyone else does this. I'm trying so hard to save. Like, I'm having, I'm having a child in the end of April. So, like, maybe I should, I don't know, not spend so much money since I'm going to need it for, like, shit for her eventually. Um, I mean, I know there's, like, a baby shower, but, like, it, it is my child and I should be in charge of buying her stuff. I literally, in my Amazon cart, like, right now have, like, 12 books just, like, sitting there. And I'm, like, I'm not going to check out, but I'm going to in my mind process like what maybe I could buy like which books are in your cart right now um obviously well so okay so this is me trying to be smart I read books one and two of Daisy of Daisy Jones of um Magnolia Parks on Kindle but book two has footnotes and I just did not enjoy as well and this is why I did what I did so book two like you have to keep clicking on the footnote number to read the footnote and I know it's not a big deal but like, I, it's much easier. It's a lot to easier read. to read on a page, yeah. and like, I, you know, Kindles. Like, if I click the wrong centimeter to the right or left, I'm like swiping the fucking page. Yep. So it was, I was just getting very annoyed. So I was like, you know what, Katie? They're a little expensive on Amazon. It was gonna be forty dollars for two books. So I bought. I just bought books three and four. Um. So I have books one and two, chill and waiting, and then I have House of Beating Wings in hardcover. Kingdom of Battle and Blood, because you and Mary got me book two, so I obviously need to own book one. I want to buy Dawn of Onyx. Um, I'm going to... Daughter of New Worlds, like, I'm not the biggest fan of the covers, but I really liked book one. And I'm not going to lie, book, the covers of book two and three aren't the worst. I think maybe read book two and then decide if you want it. Agreed. Um, so that's... But they're in the cart. And, yeah, that's... That's... You know, not as many as I guess I said 12, but it's still a lot. That, I know that is a lot to just be sitting in your cart. Sometimes I add books to my cart and I let them sit there and then I hope that Gil goes on and buys something from Amazon and sees it. But you know what he likes to do? He'll just be like, oh, um, I moved it uh, I moved it out Safe. of your cart for save for later. Yeah. And I'm like, you couldn't have just bought it for I have eight million things in my save to later, but honestly, well, I mean, to each their own with the push present, I want one. <laughs> so, oh, I'm demanding one. Um, and I want. I mean, I. I would be like, it's just. I, I want like a. I want like an extra diamond ring to go against my diamond rings. Um, and if she's born in April, that all just kind of ties in. Cause April yeah, is. Birthstone. Yeah, but if she's born in May, I mean, I could do emeralds, but like, cause it's my birthstone too. But I'm gonna have. I want two kids. So like, no. But anywho, but at the same time, too, I'm like. So I want that, but I'm also going to try to get Tom to buy me a couple books too. Yeah, because I mean, you're going to like have. I'm birthing his child. Yeah. He'll buy them for you. I know. I also just had to like smile and ask politely and I probably will get them too right Honestly, now. Honestly, like, I'll I just, feel bad. I'm just going to go take his credit card out of your wallet and I'll just, I'll make the They're all there. <laughs> Tom bought me and you books today. Literally. I he, bought, he bought it. He bought lunch yesterday in the Starbucks. Yeah. I should text him and be like, Tom, um, you just bought me a lunch and a book. Thanks. And Listen, like, Linda. Okay. I have so much fucking debt for student loans that this is like, this is the co- most comical thing in the entire world. At least I think it is. So is my dad. So I get all my mail sent to my parents still because I live in an apartment and like, I don't fucking check that shit. No. Um, so all my, my shit gets sent to my parents. My dad will literally text me like, I've never seen someone in my entire life get so many credit card offers. Mm-hmm. I get like... 15 on like a weekly basis all the time there was one time that i was like you know what maybe I'll, so like i only i only have one into joint credit cards tom and mine um and we use it like for points or whatever and that's it that's the only credit card that i own um or i have and besides my student debt and please bear in mind that it, it is like it's a house why i own a house essentially um and i like try to apply like i always get denied it's like it's just it's like so i don't I get denied all the time for fucking credit cards so like, like why are you offering them to me like, why are you offering to me if i can't have them so like as like a god for fucking bid like i have toms but the god for fucking bids <laughs> tend to happen a little more frequently but i do whenever i get cash i pay it back sometimes he takes it sometimes he doesn't i was gonna say yeah nine times out of ten he doesn't take it he just like giggles He's like, okay, Katie. Well, because I don't use it often. But, like, if I'm with you, he's like, fuck it. Like, just do whatever you gotta do. Well, yeah, it gets like, him a shit ton of fucking like points. when I texted him, and I was like, thanks for my birthday today. <laughs> like, he was like, I want to take you out for your birthday. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, of course. And we went to dinner. I was like, did you pay for this or did Tom pay for this? <laughs> Tom. <laughs> oh, I'm, a, I'm very fortunate. I have a wonderful husband. 
We have a wonderful husband. We do have a wonderful <laughs> husband. Uh, on that note. On that note, it's great. Because um, no, one, no one gives yeah. a fuck about my financial current. So Katie's okay. 401k and her social security number. You do not want either of those. I know. <laughs> you do not want to steal Katie's identity unless you, you also want to inherit like $300,000 worth of credit card. Uh, not credit card. She's uh, not kidding. So like, I mean, like every time like, people are like, oh, don't steal my shit. I'm like, go for it. Good Scott Speed. There's nothing there. <laughs> Um, yeah, so next week we're going to be reviewing Daughter of No Worlds, which Katie already gave a 475, so I still have to read it. Um, week after that, we have Spilling the Tea, then we're doing All Roads Lead Here by Mariana Zapata, mm-hmm. um, and then another Spilling the Tea, and that's our February... No. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, what's the, what fantasy book are we doing? It's Daughter probably... of No Worlds. No, that's technically, is that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's February next week. I'm like, no, no, no. That's January, but no, it's February 1st. It's February 1st. Okay, so Daughter of No World spilling the tea. All roads lead here spilling the tea. And then we will circle back. I think in March we might do one of the books that we were saying comes out in February. So either Tess Bailey, Powerless. And there's five Wednesdays in March. Like, I mean, I know it's not, it's not romance and it's not... Fantasy, but like Twisted by Emily McIntyre. Like we love Emily McIntyre's Fractured Fairy Tale series. They're fucking phenomenal. So maybe that. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what comes from March. We'll see which way the wind blows. Oh my god, there's five Wednesdays in May too. Y'all are gonna get so much of us. So much, so much. Unless like you're giving birth. I mean, I'm gonna give birth. I know, sure. <laughs> right? But if you give birth on like a Monday and like we're, I don't know, we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna do that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we just take a, we take a break. We record for an hour. I think I could do this. And we'll just hear the baby screaming in the background. Okay, like, you'll get fed after we're done recording. Shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding. I would never. Um, and let's see when I give birth because I, like, I'm going to do at the end of April. So yeah, like if I give birth like a Monday. Can you believe, okay, before we go, <laughs> that one, you're almost in your third trimester. Like you're a week away, basically. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Away. But also, April, Happy Place by Emily Henry comes out, which this is like still, but like, Book Lovers was like our first book club. I know. Pick. It was like our first ever podcast with book lovers. I know. So like when Happy Place comes out, I feel like we have to do an episode on that. I think we should. Okay. Works for me. All right. Anyway, that's all we got for you guys today. Ciao. Katie will say her um, evil bye now, and then we'll and then and then we'll go. <laughs> bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.